Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 146 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon Cunningham is joining us as we have a conversation about fitness. You know, we've had a few episodes where we've talked about morning routines, about having quiet time, study time, and there's another important factor that we want you to have because we have it for ourselves, and that is building a fitness routine as well in the mornings. So we're going to be talking about that. You know, what does Brandon do? How does Herschel Walker stay fit? What is his personal challenge every single day? And what do you do if you have no time to go to the gym? What do you do to have more accountability? And how do you blend things if you're seeing that you're running out of time to do all of it? What are some of the things you can combine in your morning routine to get the most out of all of it? So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we want you to keep your head on a swivel and stay safe as we have a discussion on fitness. Here we go. I want to eventually, uh, next March, I want to run the Spartan race in Houston. Oh, yeah. And uh, the only way I'm going to get there is to train uh, fairly seriously for at least the two or three months leading up to it. Um, And so I've got to create that margin. I've got to find the people and the things that I can put in my life to make that happen. Otherwise, I'm going to get there and fail and then blame the race or blame yeah. something else. And all it is, is my lack of preparation. Yeah. Cool. Are you going to join like a CrossFit gym and start getting swole? I, I, I haven't decided. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a weightlifter. I don't like lifting weights. I've never yeah. understood the point of that. I have to get myself up off the floor. Sometimes that seems like enough weight to pick up, but uh, the, the running part of it, I'm not concerned about, but upper body strength is a uh, deficiency. So mm-hmm. I've got to figure out a way to do that without getting too intertwined with some of the muscle heads and, yeah. you know, and start walking around with my protein shake all the time. <laughs> you know? I've always been a fan. Now, this is funny. Uh, and we're going to shift gears a little bit, talk fitness now, because <laughs> that's one of the things I need to work on for myself in my morning routine. Uh, so if this becomes a part two, great. If it's rolled into this episode, you didn't have to go anywhere, guys. Um, you get a twofer. Uh, so talking about uh, fitness, one of the things I love doing well, did doing in um, 2013. I need to get back to it because I appreciate this kind of workout. I hated it when I was in the Army, and that's the actual Army fitness program. Um, very basic stuff. It's all body weight type of exercises. So push-ups, uh, sit-ups or crunches, flutter kicks, uh, pull-ups, uh, because those are all things that you could do without a fancy gym, and you could have hundreds of people do this exercise program at the same time. And then there was ability group running and, and just running for endurance. And I, I loved... That I love that kind of um, workout routine today. Now that I'm out of the army, I hated it in the army. Every morning, uh, six a.m., like okay, yes, I got four soldiers assigned. I'm saluting guys. Um, <laughs> four soldiers present. Uh, you know everything accounted for, and you know, oh, okay, whatever. And I'm like half asleep, and then it's like all right, double time. I'm like oh, I hate this, and then we'd run. But now it's like you know what? If I don't have time to go to a gym. I don't like lifting weights and being a like a muscle head type or I lift things up and put them down. Um, you know, drinking raw eggs and that kind of thing. Just simple push-ups, crunches, flutter kicks, pull-ups, and walking and running is enough 
to get you into some basic fitness because I don't have to be able to lift heavy weight. Uh, it's more of an endurance thing. And in like Spartan race, you're, you're kind of lifting yourself. You're, you're get, so you got to have endurance. You got to have the ability to lift yourself, move yourself. Uh, I guess there's a few obstacles where you got to carry like sandbags and things like that. But you know, again, those body weight exercises can take care of that for you. Um, so exactly. There's, there's a, a pretty famous, uh, football player and just all around great athlete, uh, Herschel Walker. He's 56 years old and he does a thousand pushups and a thousand setups every day. And he does not lift weights. And if you see Herschel Walker, you can see he could punch a hole in a wall pretty easily, but he has always done that every day, his entire life. And he is just monster fit and he's 56 years old and he still does it push-ups and sit-ups and just body weight exercises are are really really a great way to work out and we had uh you know tasha shaded on the uh podcast a while back and she has a uh, fitness gym out on the island and she is one of these people that's all about you know the whole body and how you can help uh get stronger in so many different ways but also, there are a lot of things online now that you can just get YouTube videos. There's apps that you can work out with. There's all kinds of ways that you can you can do it. And I'm like, Jerry, sometimes the lack of accountability can make it really hard to stick with it. But most gyms, or if you just get on Facebook or something like that and say, hey, I need a workout partner. I need some chances are there's somebody else struggling just like you are. And you can set a goal and work out together and do some things that work into your schedule. And there's, you know, all kinds of places that are $10, $15 a month uh, to work out. Or you can just go to Walmart, buy a couple of weights for, you know, 15, 20 bucks each and, and start doing that kind of thing. Do something. Don't build a whole gym in your house yet. Spend 40, 50 bucks on a few things and start doing that. What's that accountability app where uh, you, you pay into it like a pool? And if you meet your fitness goals, you get your money back or, um, oh, I don't, or you, that. yeah, but if you don't hit your goals, that money stays in and it goes to the people who did meet their goals. So you get money cool. as a reward for doing the thing. Uh, Normally I would just call that the athletic club. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for years. It wasn't really an app at the time. You just gave them money every month and not reach your goals and they didn't give it back to me. So, uh, a lot of gyms are that way and it's a really great concept. I don't know about that app, but that's a good concept. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Um, but in the meantime, while I'm waiting for the results for that to come in, uh, you mentioned getting quiet time. You mentioned, you know, first, like the first thing you do after you've woken yourself up, uh, awakened, awakened. I'm woke. Once you get up in the morning, <laughs> there we go. We'll go with that. Uh, the first thing you do is you, you go out the door as soon as possible and go running. Uh, and for me, the first thing I do after I've gone through my wake up routine is I, I sit down at the kitchen table and I go into prayer. Right. And then my cat comes up and basically uses me as a blanket. Uh, <laughs> and then from prayer, I go into affirmations, visualization, and then I go into study, and then I journal. And then, of course, my plan is I work out after. Guess what I haven't done? Uh, I'm going to go with exercise. Yes, because what winds up happening is I get to journaling, I get to writing for uh, the book, and then the the hour, that extra hour that could have been used for exercise is was spent writing. And so I, I do definitely want to incorporate uh, exercise probably first, but I don't want, I want, I still want prayer to be first. Mm-hmm. So for you, your quiet time, is that done while you're actually running? And if so, like how do you go about that? Cause I thought you listened to podcasts when you run. 
for the most part, I do. I listen to podcasts about probably the last three quarters of a mile to a mile uh, on the way home. I'll, I'll walk to cool down. I'll usually turn off the podcast. And uh, as we uh, talked about on a previous episode of journaling, I have uh, an app on my phone phone called drafts and i can uh journal then okay and sometimes my journal is kind of a mixture of just journaling and prayer kind of a verbal prayer an out loud prayer kind of thing and then i also i I like to just pray out loud that's just kind of the way i like to pray and so So weird a lot of mine will just be talking and you know so uh, I'm one of these people, you know, being a pastor, you're kind of used to praying out loud anyway, but not being in a group and you're talking to yourself can be a little strange. Yeah. Now, the funny thing, I was just laughing at myself, really, not at you. Um, I like to pray in silence, but my hand gestures don't stop. <laughs> so my family will watch me. When, if they get up early enough, they'll actually see me do this, that I, my eyes are closed, my head is bowed, the cat is like right there in front of me uh, up against my chest, and my hands are moving, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> lifting like raising my right arm into the sky at right. an angle like I'm pointing to a mountain and then I'll point at myself and I'll point it like I'll kind of like uh, do this like hand settling down motion and my family you know, if they were to see me they'd be like what's he doing but I even do it like when we pray over meals or uh, my hands just move but yeah when oh. I pray by myself I am doing it silently but my hand gestures don't stop I, and I've been caught on that a couple of times anyway my two-year-old grandson does this really cute <laughs> thing when we pray. He he covers his eyes. He he doesn't. He hadn't quite figured out why we're closing our eyes and kind of folding our hands. So he just covers his eyes with his hands, and it's just the cutest thing. Oh man, I think I found the uh, name of the app. I'm uh, I, so coming back to that que- that question about isn't there an app that yep. you pay into, and if you meet your goals, you get your money back or something? Packed. P A C T. Uh, and the, the write up, this is from mentalfloss.com. Oh, Want to make a buck from your workout? It's easy and fun with this free app. Uh, set your fitness or nutrition goals, and when you fulfill the pact for a week, you'll get legit paid uh, from other app users who did not stick to their promises. On the flip side, if you skip out on your healthy goals, you'll have to dish out some dollars. If the prospect of paying up is not motivation enough to get to the gym, we don't know what is. <laughs> so it uses a, a balance of positive and negative reinforcement to get that into you. Um, what are your thoughts on something like that? I, I'm, I'm not necessarily against some sort of gimmick. You know, that get anything that gets you motivated. I'm also a entrepreneur. So I love the idea they're making money off of people not doing what they said they were going to do. I, I should start that with counseling. It's like, if you don't listen to me, then you have to pay money. But if you do, you get all your money back. You know, that's a cool concept. <laughs> cool way to do it. But anything because you still make a lot of money, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be loaded. Uh, one of the things that I, I tell people all the time, it's like, well, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. I don't like to run. I don't like to bike, whatever it is. Do something. You know, there's, there's swimming, there's walking, there's, you know, weightlifting, there's treadmills, there's elliptical trainers, there's all kinds of things that you can do to better your life physically. And if this app helps you, an accountability partner helps you or, you know, other things, I, one of the things that I'm not very self motivated sometimes. So I like to sign up for a race that's uh, not too far ahead that I pretty much force myself out of guilt and fear to, to work out for. Uh, that's, that's one way to do it, setting goals. But 
The other thing, and we talked about this on a previous episode too, is if you set a goal and nobody knows about it, there's not really any accountability. So start telling people, maybe post it on your Facebook or just friends and say, Hey, I, I signed up for this race in November because then next week somebody's going to say, Hey, uh, how's that training going? Oh, I hadn't really started yet. Uh, I was at McDonald's late last night eating. And so I hadn't done anything. It's like you kind of build in that process of accountability because people will ask you. And that's the kind of accountability that sticks with you for a while because the internet never lets anything go. And I've had people reach out to me, you know, because in 2013, I'd lost, what, 65 pounds. I'd gotten into that daily routine of exercise. And I have people reach out to me now, five years later, asking me what happened (laughs) because they've seen that I put uh, about 40 of those pounds back on. So I haven't quite reached that 240-pound weight that I was at in 2013 when I started, yet I'm, I'm flirting with it. I think I'm at a 215, 220, and I'm, I'm not happy with that. And I can tell because my pants are getting tighter, my right. belt, like, I had to give another loop up. I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I earned that loop, and I want to go the other way. So, uh, that's why I asked you the question of, um, how do you squeeze in that, that quiet time, uh, and, and still get the exercise to be the first thing? And I think you gave me an idea there. I can just, uh, as I'm warming up, you know, using, Couch to 5K because I kind of got a mud run to prepare for, right? Yeah, Thunder Dash. You go. uh, got September. a little over a month for month and a half. Yeah, I got a month and a half to be able to run a 5K in yeah. the mud. So there you go. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lots of climbing and physical strength. Yeah. The the good thing too about quiet time is you know I I just recently went to the doctor for my checkup and um, my doctor's a little strange. He's a he's a, a vegetarian and uh, I've just told him flat out we're going to have to agree to disagree because I don't. I don't believe in that. I like meat. So everything else about my life is pretty good. So I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to eat meat. But physically, it's important to eat right and to exercise. But that mental aspect of your health can sometimes be more important almost than what you eat and, and, and how you exercise. Yeah. Because for me, it's stress. If, if I'm stressing that my heart's working harder, my body's not responding the way it should, and I'm not sleeping like I should. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a way, and maybe your thing is not the Bible, and we're not necessarily saying that it has to be. You know, your, your thing can be like I said in a previous episode, love Melissa Mott. She's yeah. awesome. She does a lot of meditation and yoga. If that's your thing, fine. Do something that mentally makes you healthier. Yeah. Because that's a huge aspect of you not having a heart attack, a stroke, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever happens. And, and it also helps you in tune to what's important. You know, when I spend that quiet time with God, for me, it's, it's prioritizing what's important because I know people that, you know, one day I'm sitting there talking to them and they're happy. And, and you know, we have a lady in our church super happy just got a new job new opportunities she's really excited about three great sons uh one of her sons uh just finished his first year at a&m up in college station and just life was exactly where they wanted it to be she had a major uh stroke and she's you know right now in a coma and Mm. it just happened all of a sudden so it helps you prioritize what's important because you may not be here next week. You know, we yeah. may not make that mud run. Who knows what will happen? Don't say that. How are you living for today <laughs> instead of worrying about things that generally don't matter that much? Yeah. Yeah. Very important to have that spiritual and emotional, mental peace of mind. Because you could be, just like you said, you could be physically fit. Yet, if you haven't taken care of your spiritual need, your, your emotional and mental need to just have that peace of mind, you're just 
a stressed out jerk ticking time bomb who just right. happens to be physically fit. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, chances you are you have both. Look at your history, your your family history, and and if you're like me, there's heart attacks and strokes and stuff for you know in my family. Yeah, and I've had a stroke, so it's like I I know those kind of things happen. So how am I mentally preparing for those kind of things? Yeah. I should eat right. I should sleep. I should exercise. But if I'm not mentally preparing, then chances are something else is getting in me. And, you know, everybody has issues. You could have a heart attack and it not be any fault of your own or, you know, you could get hit by a bus. But mentally is important because it also shows how you're reaction, reacting to your family, yeah. to your coworkers, to just the public at large. You know, I, I've been places where somebody's just really gone off on the, the, the reservations person at the airport or, you know, maybe a lady at the, the restaurant. And you're like, something else is going on in your life to make yeah. you do that. Exactly. Cause she wasn't that bad. You're just lashing out. Exactly. And, uh, you know, there's times in my family where my kids or my wife have said, you know, you, you need to go have some quiet time because you're just, <laughs> you're a little too stressed out. And, you know, this is not a good place. And one of the best compliments I've gotten over the last, uh, I don't know, maybe my entire life was my daughter, who's 17 now, said the other day that my reaction to things has changed so much over the last few years because I'm just I'm not as as tightly wound as I was. Yeah. And before I've always been kind of a high strung guy. I tend to react. I tend to do things. Uh, but just knowing that I'm more thoughtful, I'm more consistent in the way I react to things is important to me. And I, I attribute that mostly to the mental aspect of things. Nice. Cool deal. Well, any final words before we sign off? No. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 146. There, we're going to share links to the topics and the, the resources we've talked about in this episode. We're also going to include a disclaimer because here's here's something that's kind of embarrassing. We've got to point this out. However, we do need to talk about this. The elephant in the room. Now, I mentioned an app called Pact, and that's where if you reached your fitness goals, the app would pay you a portion of money. However, if you did not reach your fitness goals, you'd have to pay some money. Well, it turns out that just a few months ago, before we even recorded this episode, they, they got sued. It, it turns out they were not paying out to their customers the way they were supposed to, the way they promised. They lost the suit, of course, and they are, they are paying out. However, we're talking about millions of dollars of money that was not paid out. So with that said, knowing that information, we cannot at this time truly endorse the app called Pack, and we do apologize for that. Now, we are so glad that you joined us, and the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a neighbor, hey, that coworker even. That's the greatest honor to us, because we love hearing from people we've never met before, and it's because you're out there sharing this content with them. Thank you for that. Now, we're going to be heading out. We'll be back next week, and until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. On this date, August 4th, 2006, Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr. shake and bake their way to NASCAR glory, because if you ain't first, you're last.
That's like us in podcasting, shaking big, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> you know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.